Why don't we bless the Lord in this house? Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Isn't it just wonderful to be in the house? I say, isn't it just wonderful to be in the house? To be able to look around and see friends and loved ones face to face. Again, nobody but the Lord. And we thank him for this opportunity. Let me just say happy Mother's Day to every mother in the house. Y'all bless the Lord for every mother in the house. Amen, amen. And you do know that Mother's Day really doesn't have anything to do with biology. Amen. There are a whole lot of mothers in the house. Amen. Who have nurtured over the years and God has blessed us all to be touched by by so many. I come today to present our preacher. Uh, it occurred to me, and I thank God that we have grown to this point, but it occurs to me that nobody can tell a mother's story like a mother. This is Mother's Day, and I've asked the leader of our women's ministry, uh, who is most effective and efficient uh, in ministry work, uh, I've asked her if she would today to come and share with us what thus said the Lord. Reverend Chandra Matthews is going to come to us today, and I want you to pray with her, and I want you to pray for her as she comes. We thank God her family has traveled to be with her today. I'm going to let her introduce everybody, but we're just so happy to see everybody in the house. Lord, I want to live for thee every day and every hour. Let your spirit be with us now. And in in its saving power.
and my husband in his absence. He is viewing virtually, so honey, stand wherever you are. I have you to stand virtually. And know that I love you, and thank you for always putting up with me. <laughs> to God be the glory. I would not prolong our time together, but as we move forward for what I have been assigned to do, I want to read in your hearing, and then we'll go in prayer. I'm not sure if that echo is coming from me. But if you would, open your devices or your Bibles and go with me to Acts chapter 9, verses 32 through 43. That is Acts chapter 9, verses 42, 32 through 43. And I'm sorry, A.V., I'm going to actually go down to 36. I apologize. 30, verse 36. And I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. And it reads on this wise. Now in Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which when translated means Dorcas. This woman was excelling in acts of kindness and charity, which she did habitually. But it happened at the time that she became sick and died. And when they had washed her body, they laid it in an upstairs room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, having heard that Peter was there, sent two men to him, urging him, do not delay coming to us. So Peter got ready and went with them. When he arrived, they brought him into the room upstairs. And all the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing all the clothing, the garments that Dorcas used to make while she was with them. But Peter sent them all out and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. And calling the saints and the widows, he presented her alive. It became known all over Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. The word of God for the people of God, and we all say, amen. amen. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, I thank you for this hour. I thank you, Lord God, for you already have preordained this time for this word to go forth on this Mother's Day. So in the name of Jesus, Jesus, my prayer is that you are exalted. Oh, Lord God, that the saints are edified, sinners are evangelized. God, you are glorified. I ask that you have your way in me and through me that 
you increase and I decrease. May they hear you. Lord, we ask that you just have your way in this place, that your word will fall, not on hardened hearts, huh, but hearts that are receptive to hear what you are speaking in this very hour. It's Mother's Day, but more importantly, it's your day every day, Lord. And we turn our eyes upon you, and we look full in your glorious face. And we know the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of your glory and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I would like to speak from the thoughts, life happens. What do you do when life knocks you down? What do you do next? Life happens. What do you do when life knocks you down? What do you do next? On this Mother's Day, my prayer is that this message of hope, this message will be one that will inspire you. And utilizing the acrostic of the word life, that that question will be answered from the text. L-I-F-E. What do you do when life knocks you down? What do you do next? Life happens. Can I get an amen? Amen. 2020, life happened globally. Did it not? A pandemic. Those who were working, found themselves many unemployed. Some kept a job. As a contractor, an IT consultant, my job was impacted. But guess what? We have to keep moving on, right? Life happened. In this text, I want us to hear what the Lord is speaking to us as we consider the text. Let him was a small village about 25 miles from Jerusalem and about 10 or 11 miles from Joppa. Peter was visiting there and he went from place to place preaching the gospel. While there, he was summoned to come to Joppa to help one of the believers. We will examine the faith, action, and attitudes of a number of people, particularly the actions of Peter particularly the actions of those who were benefactors from the influential ministry of Dorcas. And then we will hear the life of Dorcas, how she was very instrumental with the gifts and talents that God had given her. It's Mother's Day. As we consider our text, we will focus on how faith calls Dorcas to use her talents for the Lord. Faith calls those who believed or benefited from Dorcas' sphere of influence to believe a miracle could happen. And faith encouraged Peter to attempt the impossible. As I mentioned, may this word be inspirational to you. Verse 40 states, but Peter sent them all out, knelt down and prayed, 
Turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. She opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. L, as we consider the acrostic for life, looking at verse 40A, Peter sent them all out. A lesson learned and applied here, sent them all out. Why put all the people out? Although it was customary during this time to have professional, professional, professional mourners, the context gives us a clear, uh, clear insight as to why they were in such deep mourning for this woman of God. There was no government aid that was available during this time. They had to rely on the generosity of those who would assist them. Can you imagine being a widow you didn't have a son to help you carry on. You relied on the generosity of others. Dorcas was a woman of God who was very gifted and talented. She was a seamstress. We know also the Bible tells us that this ministry that she had, she was full of good works and almsgiving. Peter learned that grief and unbelief could be a hindrance to him as he prayed. Where did he get that from? From watching his master teacher, Jesus. Now, this is the onset of the beginning of Peter's ministry. Now, when you look at this uh, chapter in its entirety, you realize that uh, Saul was a persecutor of the church. And this was not a time that many were preaching the gospel. It was great fear amongst the people. However, now this time, the gospel ministry is going forward. Dorcas received great talents and gifts from God for, for uh, God's glory. But looking here in the text, we also glean that she was not only someone that was greatly missed, but she was one that was very impactful. As we look here, I want us to keep this in mind. We have to be mindful of our circle and our atmosphere when we are called to do a work for the Lord. Amen. Be mindful of those who are around when life knocks you down or challenges your faith. Why do we need to do that? As I mentioned earlier, sometimes that can be a hindrance. Unbelief, you would say, well, Reverend Chandra, where do, you, where do you get that from? Sometimes we must sever every ungodly soul tie that will keep us bound to what? Lies, deception, or works of the flesh. You've been there. I know I have. I know what to do, Lord. I, I, I got this. No, we don't have it. Philippians 4, 8 reminds us this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Sidebar, if I was called to pray, and I see something of this magnitude, just say that, hey, the person was ill, and I have mourners, complainers, gripers around me. 
I cannot focus, fix my eyes on the Lord. L, look unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith. Lesson learned. The lessons that he has shown you in times past, rely on him to see you through. Peter put them out. He recalled the lessons learned from watching and serving along Jesus, alongside of Jesus. Mark 6, 5, and 6 says, And he could not do any miracle except that he laid his hand on a few sick people and healed them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. And he was going around the villages teaching. Now, this is a reference of Jesus, what he was doing, and what the impact of those who do not believe around you. What could happen? Walk with me in the word. Matthew 14, 30, but seeing the wind, he became frightened. And when he began to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. Peter knew all too well of what walking by sight will do if you're not operating in faith. He was bid to come on the water, but the word says that when the wind became boisterous, he began to sink. Sometimes you have to sever the ungodly soul tie. You can't have everybody around you, your circle. With this being stated here, we know that, as I mentioned earlier, about the professional mourners, the text also gives us greater insight that this woman of God, Dorcas, that not only was she full of good works, but her alms giving, extension of mercy and grace. That is what God calls you and I to do. Anyone under the sound of my voice. I know it's Mother's Day, but we are to be an extension of his grace. Hebrew 12, 1 and 2 reminds us, and it encouraged, admonished us to fix our eyes on Jesus, who's the author and finisher of our faith. See, Peter learned an invaluable lesson by spending time with Jesus. Look, L, put them all out. What is that you're faced with right now? What has caused you to stay awake at night? Who's in your inner circle? Make sure that we have that one-on-one -on -one time, being an audience of one that is God the Father through his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There will be what's called a tried faith in each and every one of our lives. Tried faith, T-R-I-E-D. If tribulation work it patient and the tribulations must try our faith because James says in one and three, knowing this, that the trying of your faith will work it patience. Peter learned patience. Now that we know that this room has been cleared, we transition now to I, I. Everyone say with me the letter I. The room has been cleared out and Peter humbled himself and sought the will of the Father through prayer. Peter's faith has been increased immensely from watching Jesus in action. He knows the power, privilege, protection, and provision of prayer. 
Now, the apostle needed uh, to be alone with God in prayer. I don't know about you. I said, I, I don't need a crowd. I just need Jesus. And my family, no, I, I have to usher in. This thing is weighing heavy. I just need to be alone with God. And I know everybody's different, but that's just me. But it appears also that Peter didn't want any praise to come to him. You know that some of the same crowd, oh, look what Peter did. Peter did this. No, no, no. All the glory and honor goes to God. Amen. While in prayer, Peter not only did not want the praise to come to him, but the friends of Dorcas or Tabitha, and uh, Dorcas, uh, Tabitha, same, one Greek, one uh, Aramaic, and her name meant gazelle. They were not to focus on Peter or what he would do. So while in prayer, he used uh, here, this uh, word here, he must have determined the will of God concerning Tabitha. So when we're called to something, we need to know, God, if it be thine will, not my will, but thine will, his will, his will to be done. Peter was following the pattern of Jesus in a similar situation. Consider Matthew 9, 18 in your spare time. Those who are Bible students taking notes, 18 through 25, Mark 5, 21. No doubt the people were reluctant to leave, but they did as Peter commanded. So faith as an anchor Faith also gives us ability. We know that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So continuing, we see that Peter sought the will of the Father in prayer. I think it was Oswald Smith, Oswald Smith who said, where we work, we work, but when we pray, God works. I'll say it again, when we work, we work, but when we pray, God works. All the glory goes to God. Amen? So throughout history, men and women uh, that were used mightily by God, they have been known to pray. And whom prayer was both a priority and necessity, they realized that lesson. Have you realized that lesson? Lord knows I have. Lord, whatever you're doing, don't do it without me. But God, I need you to guide me through it. Guide me through it. As we study the Gospels and the training of the disciples by the Lord, we find that prayer is a vital part of a disciple's life. For a couple of illustrations, I'll share this with you. John 14, 12, 13, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, shall he also uh, do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. Father may be glorified so that he can be glorified in the Son. I inquire of the Lord through prayer. Say that with me. I must inquire uh, of the Lord through prayer. Seek the will of the Father regarding your circumstances. God, these things that are above my head, I know that they are uh, beneath your feet. It should have no dominion over me. When I have a high view of who God is through my life, when life happens, I know what to do next. 
I know what to do when it knocks me down. I look to Jesus, who's the author and finisher of my faith. L. I, I inquire of the Lord the will of the Father for my current situation. We also see that First uh, John 5, 14, 15, as according to his will, that's when we trust that he hears us. Looking here at C, and turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. Now, after prayer, Peter turned to the corpse, and, and the words came forth, Tabitha, arise. Now, it's very interesting that you note here, the words or the command that Peter had given did not come until what? After prayer. We cannot, should not, ever, Okay, my teachers, is going to be grammatically, uh, grammatically incorrect. Never, ever, ever do anything and say that, hey, I did this. God did it. Remember, I just said, when we work, we work. And I don't know about you, but I tried that. Stressed out, hair falling out, uh, all over the place. But when we pray, God works. So looking at this, Peter remember lessons learned in times past. So what has caused you to be lifeless or voiceless in this season of your life? Now we know that this woman of God was doing great, a mighty thing for God, and that she was also allowing God to use her, but she became ill and died. Now we know, I, I, I hear it in the spirit, not all sickness is unto death, but it is to do what? To give God the glory, right? But in this case, she died. Is that what your Bible says? She died. But God had a purpose and plan for this. So looking at Mark 5 and taking the child by hand, going, once again, going back to what Peter learned from the master teacher, his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he called the young girl, Tabitha, or little girl, I say to you, get up. So when we see that word arise, he's saying, get up. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk. And she was 12 years old. Immediately and completely, the people were astonished. So we look to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. I, we inquire of the Lord for his will regarding our circumstance. F, we are to put faith in action. Brother James reminds us that faith without works is dead. Peter went into action by trusting the will and wise instructions of the Lord. Because Peter said, no, I'm not going to work. I pray God going to work and do this. He will do this on our behalf. So looking at the faith in action. It takes great faith, tried faith, persevering faith to move forward when life happens, when life knocks you down. What do you do next? You look to Jesus. Oh, your eyes have to be covered with some things. Ear gates, I, I can't listen to everything. I need to hear what the one who hung, bled, and died for me has to say about my situation. I love what others may have to say, but I need to beware of strange voices. I need to hear the voice of the Lord. Amen. And we primarily hear through his word. Sometimes we inaudibly hear to our hearts. Yes. 
But with that, I need to put faith in action. Lastly, we see that she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Now, one thing I want you to know, um, when you look at uh, the word disciple, as I was studying uh, prayerfully and uh, homiletically, hermeneutically, with this text, it says the first time it's used in the feminine form. So that tells me, God, you want me to camp right here for a minute. What is it he wants to camp for me to glean? Peter presents her. She sat, she sat up. So the last part of this verse says that she opened her eyes. Death could not hold its victim. Death could not hold its victim. Who is doing the work? God. He has given the power, the ability to work out this seemingly impossible situation. God is the one who gives the power and authority. So we see here God's power prevailed and Tabitha was instantaneously and completely restored. When Peter spoke, she was full of life and energy. She was back in her body. This verse ends with talking about how Peter present her alive. You have some people who will be around who are waiting on your demise. It's not going to work. I told you. Up there. Here she come. Here you go again. Nope, it's not going to work. But you must believe what the Lord has spoken to you. Amen. You must believe it. You must receive it. You must carry it like a baby. Mothers, you know about carrying your baby, right? You must believe the word of the Lord. In his appointed time, he will present you alive. What is that situation? This over your head. God has said it has taken you out, making you muteless. You're like a walking zombie. But he's saying, arise, get up. Take Tabba name out, put your name. Chandra, get up, get up. What is it that's causing you to fall prey to your circumstances? Amen. Never allow your position or condition to bound you keep you down. He's saying, get up, arise. This is what the Lord wants us to do. E, say E with me. Expect the will of the Father to be fulfilled concerning your situation. Now, let me put a dime right here. Let's pause for a minute. That doesn't necessarily mean, as we saw in our Sunday school lesson we were sharing, Every, all things work together for the good to them who love God and to them are called according to his purpose. Romans 8 and 28, correct? But does that mean personally that it will work good for you the way that you think it's going to work? No. It will work for the honor and glory of God. Kingdom building purposes. So what do we do when life happens? It didn't happen the way that I wanted to. We trust God even when he says no. We've heard our brother singing, uh, you know, I'm going to praise God. I can't remember the exact names, the words to the song, but just knowing that, you know, God is greater. Great is his faithfulness. And the other songs that you always sing, I said, God, look at you, divine order. The answers are already given. What do you do? So what we do is by faith, we trust God when life knocks us down. 
What do we do next? We put faith in action. L, we look to Jesus, who's the author and finisher of our faith. I, we inquire of the Lord his will for the situation at hand. F, faith must be in action. Oh, we must walk by faith and not by sight. And E, expect. Do you have a great expectation of the will of God? Have a high view of who God is. This is what he calls us to do. So with that being stated, my brothers and sisters, we are to know that there will be some trying times. Life will happen. Some of these things will bring you to your knees. Oh, some will be disappointed. Some will be hurt. Oh, but with that, when you are being persecuted for righteousness sake, or when you're doing the work of the Lord in the will of the Father and things happen, you must trust that God will see you through. And with that, as I come to a close, we're constantly reminded that what the Lord will have us to do continuously, my brothers and sisters, is to look to Jesus who is the author. He is the finisher of our faith. Life will happen. But what you can do is simply this. Trust him through and through. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct thy paths. To God be the glory. Be encouraged on this Mother's Day. Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise in the house for the word of God. Give God praise for our messenger. Give God praise for Sister Matthew. Amen. God is good, and he's good all the time. Amen. You are here, moving in this place. We worship you. We worship you. And you are here. Working in our midst, we worship you, we worship you, you are here, moving in this place, we worship you. Worship you, and you are here working in our midst. <laughs> we worship you, we worship you. Come on, y'all, you might know it. Who way maker? Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, our God.
that is who you are. Come on, somebody. Oh, 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 oh way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Our God, that is who you are. Say it one more time. Oh, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Our God, that is who you are. Stand on your feet. Working in our midst, we worship you. We worship you, and you are here moving in this place. We worship you, oh Lord. We worship you, mm, for you are a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, our God, that is who you are. Mm, he is a way maker. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, our God, that is who you are. This, this is your invitation. Bible declares if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you give your life to him, you can come and have a relationship with him. Come on, somebody. Our God, that is who you are. Mm -hmm. miracle, promise. Come on, somebody. Light in the darkness. Our God, that is who you are. Oh, come on, somebody. He is way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, our God, that is who you are. Come on, come on. Oh yeah, come on somebody, give your life to way maker. Give your life to Jesus right now. This is your invitation to give your life to Jesus. Light in the darkness, our God, that is who you are. Oh, let us pray, let us pray. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for the lesson that we see in your scripture. Lord, even if death comes upon those around us, you still have the power to raise up those whom you love. Lord, we pray right now. That somebody who feels like they are lost, feels like they have died in their situation, that there is somebody out there who can raise them back up. 
our God Jesus the Christ rose from the dead a long time ago so that we too might rise again. And Lord, we pray for those not only in our midst, but those who are abroad in virtual land, letting us know that God can conquer any and every situation. That you are a miracle worker. That you are a way maker. You are a promise keeper. You are the very light in the darkness. And that is who you are. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we bless you. It is in the mightiest and mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, our God. That is who you are. He is a waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Our God, that is who you are. Amen. Give him praise. Give him praise. Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise. We want to thank God again for giving us another day, giving us the breath of life. We want to thank him. We want to thank him for all who have come, not only with us in the sanctuary, but all who are worshiping with us virtually. We thank God for you. We wanted to, a couple of notes before we leave on today. I want to thank you all for your continued stewardship in giving. Amen. Somebody give God praise. That even in the midst of where we are, the church is still moving forward. I hope we heard that, that we still have to move forward. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you for your giving. I want to thank all of you for not only uh, your giving, but your stewardship in giving amen for those who have needs you only you not only give to the local church but you give to the kingdom of god uh also we want to keep in prayer and give sympathy for those in our family who are dealing with sickness one of our own reverend uh, mary mary barbara is currently in the hospital in the hospital so we want to pray for her I want to express our deepest sympathy to those in our family particularly reverend diane haynes at the passing of her brother, Brother Fabian Ruckel, and the funeral will be Friday coming May 13th at 1 o'clock. want to give thanks to all of the mothers in the house, those who not only birth children, but all the mothers who raise children. Give yourself a hand, and those give them a hand. I want to thank God in memoriam for my own two grandmothers that I never got to meet. My grandmother Amanda and my grandmother Nell Randolph. I never got to meet them. I want to thank God in awesome memoriam though for the grandmother I did come to know. That grandmother Miss Ella Billups Sims. I want to thank God for her. I want to thank God for the mother in my life. My, my wife at home. Mother of my own children. I want to thank God for Sister Bev currently right here with us. Amen. Thank God for her. Thank God for my mother, Chari Jones. Amen. Thank God for her. I want to thank God for all these and all those who have mothered me through the years. I've come to realize 
that even though you have those who gave you life, you have those who put life into you. And there are many, uh, not only in the house, but many in my own life that I can just thank God for what they have done for me as mothers, as mothers. Well, thank God again for our pastor. Thank God again for Sister Matthews. Thank God again for you and for your word on today. If we will just rise to your feet, we're going to be leaving. In the spirit of safety, as we continue worship, we ask that those to my left and to your right, if you would exit out the double doors uh, to my left and your right, and those in the center who are closer to this door, if you will also exit out that door. And then those to my right and your left, if we would single file, exit out this door. And we continually ask in the spirit of safety that we fellowship on the outside. Is that all right? Amen. Uh, just want to uh, reiterate and don't forget, amen, people of God, don't forget to vote. Amen. Can't tell you who to vote for. Just want you to make sure you do get there and vote. Amen. 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 God be with us till we meet again. Present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God be glory, be majesty, dominion, and authority. May it be both now, henceforth, and forevermore, and God's people said. Amen. several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m.
It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.